Today, I will share with you one tip that will help you be a better parent, a better teacher, um, a better spouse, all the things. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to Serial Dates. It's me again from my phone, except this time I have a lapel um, microphone. Uh, I'm flying solo and it is really late, but I am committed to posting an episode by the end of Tuesday. So it is Tuesday at 10.44 p.m. So before we get started on the single most important tip um, for being a better parent, spouse, teacher, and all the things, um, let's start with our parenting moments. So Mateo is three and a half and Elias is one and a half. So Mateo's parenting moment, uh, it's a bilingual parenting moment. This morning he woke up pretty late. And so because of that, we didn't have time for all the things that we do typically in the mornings. And so when he was having breakfast, he was telling me what he wanted to play when we opened the his toy closet or uh, closet de juegos. And, and I told him, I said, oh, today we don't have time. We won't have time to do that today. It's almost time to go. And so then he answered, um, this whole conversation was in Spanish, but he answered with a Spanish saying or dicho, which <laughs> I was so surprised because I didn't even know he had ever heard it. And so he said, Ay, se nos pegaron las cobijas. So the literal translation is, did blankets get stuck on us? <laughs> Which means that when you're running late because, of, because the blankets got stuck on you is because you overslept. So <laughs> I, I was like, where did you hear that? And he said that I told him that. I honestly don't remember. I think I may have told him once but he he was able to recall that and use it in the right context which was hilarious and so that's the parenting moment for mateo for elias it's not uh he's one and a half it's not a happy one but um but it's still really sweet so the last two weeks we have been um, off of school of preschool so mateo has been at home with his brother a lot and they've really bonded, and Elias takes him everywhere. He'll grab his hand and say, say vamos, 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 Teo, vamos, Teo. And um, so these past two days, uh, we started summer camps. And ha these two days have been really rough on Elias. He calls for Mateo all day long, is what uh, John says. And so it's, it's really sweet, but it's also really sad leaving him crying um, every day. So, yeah, those are our parenting moments. Okay, so now let's talk about the one single tip that can help you, you know, become a better person in general. And I am in, in no means sharing this uh, tip from a place of... Um, expertise in the area because I don't have this down at all but I experienced a short um, 
just a short moment of it. <laughs> and I'll explain to you in just a second once I say what it actually is. But I experienced a full day um, that made me realize how important this is. And so what is it, right? <laughs> it's being present. And I know for most of us, this has become very difficult to do. And I think we can thank all the information that we have available at our fingertips for this. Because literally you have a thought, you know, it could be anything. It could be like, um, for example, right now I'm sitting in the living room and I see that one of our light covers, um, is not there because we we our living room was remodeled recently and i guess that one hasn't been replaced yet so i could just stop recording and look up on amazon and order one of those plates light plates to replace it right away and stop my train of thought and this happens often like just because we have so much information available and we have the ability to purchase things right away, to read reviews, to read um, anecdotal posts from people who have used this product, um, or not just the product, but maybe a program, or you're struggling with something, um, and this tip on how to, use, how to approach the situation and what happened to that person. I mean, the possibilities are endless, and so there's that side of things of like that you can research whatever you want, buy whatever you want at any time, literally at any time because it's at your fingertips. And then it's, there's also the social media part of it that you can have access to anyone at any time and look at what they're doing and um, you know, who they're hanging out with, what they're eating, etc. <laughs> and so that just overwhelms our brain and our our emotions just our whole system and so it's really difficult for us to be present and I know that this single skill will probably become something sought out you know when you go look for a job like are you able to stay present are you able to focus <laughs> to be a skill that we're all losing fast <laughs> and it holds the key to everything it holds the key to meaningful relationships with our spouse uh, which in turn affects our relationship with our children and our relationship with everyone around us so I wanted to just share a quick anecdote um, of yesterday, I, I was feeling overwhelmed because it was the first day of camp and I hadn't done camp in two years thanks to COVID. And I just, I felt a little frazzled, like what, are, you know, what's the schedule like? How do we do this? How do we do that? Um, and so I just took a deep breath and I thought, okay, I just need to connect with each child and try to get to know that child and connect with each one and and then we'll be good 
And so I did that and we had a great day and I never felt um, stressed out or anything, um, even though it was a large group of children um, and a lot of them had not been in a bilingual family before, so they didn't know the the flow of the class and, and everything. So, but I just, I just felt at ease and it was nice. It was like, I felt like I was back, you know, um, because a lot of times, for example, in my situation, I've been teaching for over 10 years and even though I have all that experience, sometimes if we are not present, it's hard to access all that experience. We ha it's in there, it's in our brains, but if it's crowded by Instagram posts or the thing that you have to look up, um, that you've been meaning to research, or you know that suitcase you have to buy, or the itinerary for your vacation, whatever it is, um, you're not able to access that experience that you have at your job or in any situation, you're not able to access that. And without going into a much deeper level, you're not able to access like your soul <laughs> um, and your connection to, to the world in, the, in, in general, you know? And so just my work day was just flawless. It was awesome. I, I just felt like I was able to handle everything perfectly and there was a flow and there was just an aura of um, tranquility and peace it was awesome and then I got home and of course pulled out my phone see what I missed <laughs> and not only that I you know I had to get dinner ready Mateo had gymnastics and so I started kind of losing that patient or not patience that uh, presence that I had all day, I started to lose it because I had a lot in my mind. And it was a switch of environments and, and just different things. But then something magical happened and I left my phone at home. So, <gasps> right? <laughs> my mom, so my mom stayed back with Elias um, because Mateo's class is right around Elias's bedtime. So she stayed at home and she said when she saw my phone there, it kind of freaked her out. She started thinking of all the things like, what if she, what if there's an accident? What if she needs to get a hold of us? We don't even know where this class is. And so she started worrying about it. Um, I initially worried about it. We were running a like not late, but we were going to arrive right on time, which according to John would, would be late. But so I, I thought I could go back and get my phone, but then we would definitely be late. Um, and so I decided not to. And then I also realized I, had, I didn't have my agenda, like my notebook where I have every, all my notes and everything and nothing to write with. So I literally had to sit there <laughs> with my thoughts and my eyes and my hands just observing everybody and um, observing Mateo mostly but it was interesting because even though I probably would have just been watching Mateo the entire time I 
it's very possible that I would have been watching him through my phone because I would have been making videos of, of him and taking pictures of him um, instead of really looking at him without any distractions. And this one hour, maybe it was like an hour and a half because afterwards he, they had like a play gym area and he played there for a little bit. But this hour and a half was such an eye-opener. I, I mean, I looked at other people and I couldn't judge them because <laughs> I've been there. Like, I would have been there if I didn't leave my phone. Um, I mean, I could have answered emails. I could have sent invoices. I could have, um, you know, worked on uh, lesson planning for the next year. I, there was endless things that I could have done that would have been productive. And honestly, it, it, it all looks the same. Everybody looks the same. You don't know if someone is being productive or if they're just scrolling through Instagram or if they're playing a game. Like, you don't know, but we all look the exact same. <laughs> we all look distracted. And so I'm not saying this with any judgment. I was just able to because of my situation of having no phone, I was able to notice those things. And um, it, it was a big eye-opener. It made me realize how addicted we are to distractions. Um, because even like the older children, you know, so it's a, it's a gymnastics class and there's a huge gym where the children actually do the classes. But then next to it, literally attached to it, is a play gym. So usually children either arrive early and can play there before class or after, or younger siblings or older siblings can wait there while, um, you know, their siblings are doing the class. And I saw children on their phone, like playing games or something, y young children, <laughs> in the play gym on their phone um which is like a really awesome i i've been playing there before with elias and mateo it's really fun <laughs> so um you know it's just it's our reality now i guess and what was most impactful and i don't have any background information other than just the interaction i had with this little girl and it really, it, it kind of broke my heart because when I first arrived um, in, the, in the play gym area, she was interacting and talking to this family. And I really thought that she belonged to them. And she kept talking to them and it, it just seemed like they were her family. But then they left and she she was there just kind of by herself and then she turned like through the mesh because it's it's hard to explain but through the mesh her dad or like i'm assuming it was her dad because she kept saying dad 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 was right next to her um you know like through the mesh and she was like dad watch me jump watch me jump and he was not looking at her at all he had um earphones or what are they called earpods and was looking at something on his phone again i don't know if he was being in, in the middle of 
some important meeting or just watching a soccer game or a basketball game or the news. I don't know, <laughs> right? But what I could see is that she was calling his name over and over and over again and he was not there. And then he even looked up and looked at her but then looked straight down and just continued, you know, doing his thing. And so I just started kind of waiting to connect with her eyes because she was just wanting her dad's attention, but she was kind of, she was by herself. And so she was saying, watch me jump, watch me jump, watch me jump. And so when she kind of looked around and she saw that I was watching her. I just kind of, with my mouth, said, I'm watching you. And then she she had my attention. And she was showing me all her jumps. And then she would come over and say, did you see that? My name is so-and-so. What's your name? You know, and we, I kind of made a friend. And I thought for a second, I, if I had my phone, if I had brought my phone, I would have just been one other distracted person. that she needed to connect with and was not there. And and then I realized that sometimes I am that disconnected person to the people I love most. And I'm not saying that this is going to change anything you know, it's like all addictions, I guess. You have to, um, you know, figure it out. Figure out. <laughs> I don't think there's enough studies. And that's not something else that I can look up. I'm not going to get distracted <laughs> from this podcast and go look it up. But um, just my heart. What my heart is telling me is that I crave that connection and... I honestly kind of want to make it a ritual. Like if I'm going to a place where I have to wait, like a doctor's appointment, and I there's no urgency of any kind, I'm going to leave my phone behind. I obviously can't do that at work because children's parents have to be able to contact me. I have to be able to contact them. So I can't do that at work. But at home, I can do that. I can, well, <laughs> again, I think we're, we're so used to being quote-unquote connected. Like my husband, you guys know my husband's a police officer, so I would want to have my phone on me or at least maybe on loud. Um, there's a lot to figure out. I don't know what this all means. All I know is that this hour and a half of no phone made me realize how disconnected I was before, how disconnected I am often when I have my phone. And I excuse it or I allow it to happen because I'm doing productive stuff. So it's, it's better than, you know, whatever. I'm not playing video games or I'm not, you know, watching Netflix or whatever it is. Like, I'm working, right? <laughs> so... But that doesn't make it any better because I'm losing the opportunity to connect with the world. And something we talk about often here in this podcast about 
raising bilingual children is that second language acquisition is all about relationships. And I think we could cross out second language acquisition and we could put life is all about relationships because it, it's critical to any area of your life. Like plug in whatever you want before that. And it's true, you know? Um, so <laughs> all that to say, let's figure out a way to continue, you know, taking advantage of all, all this techno technological or all the technological advancement while still keeping our humanity and staying connected because that is exactly what being human is about. That's what language is about. It's about connecting with other people. And so again, I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, I just know I want to improve. And if anybody, anybody out there has ideas or things that have worked for you, um, in order to still be part of this technical world. Um, but be present to, to the people you love and to others, you know, um, I think we can make a big impact and we may not be able to change the world, but in that moment, that connection, that 20 minute connection I made with that girl was worth not answering an email was worth, you know, not getting ahead on my lesson planning for the fall or whatever I could have done that was more productive than just being. Um, but I just wanted to share that with you. And hopefully we really want to dive deeper into this screen and technology topic, maybe with an expert, um, and how it affects the family, how it affects our children and how it affects the family. So if, again, if you have any favorites, um, any favorite people, experts, maybe we can reach out to them and we can, um, interview and learn from, from them. So, I hope everybody has a wonderful evening. I don't have a joke again, but um, yeah, so just some something to think about. Adios.